Welcome to the 3D Parent Podcast. My name is Bevan Walters, your host and founder of The 3D Parent. I'm a certified parent coach and have spent the last decade living my calling in life, helping parents navigate the tough stuff like tantrums, sibling conflict, screen time overload, and managing the transition into the teenage years. My purpose is to provide you with the tools you need as a parent to lead with dignity, direction, and deep connection in your family relationships. My goal in creating the 3D Parent Podcast is to inform, empower, and increase confidence in parents so they can trust their instincts and make the best decisions possible for their families. For these reasons, I've rated this podcast FPEO for parents' ears only. Parenting is challenging, but you don't have to do it alone. Hello, and welcome back to the 3D Parent Podcast. I'm going to tackle a topic today, and it's not going to be a super long podcast full of tons of information, but really just speaks to some inspiration I came upon yesterday. And it is the topic of self-care for parents during this time of pandemic, during this time of stay-at-home orders where we have children at home or we have parents oftentimes working at home or managing a household as well as education, as well as perhaps working. There's just so much going on and many of us find our heads spinning 24-7. Self-care honestly is not my strength. It is something that I am still actively working on. I'm still trying to take care of my mind, body, spirit, my heart, and I am the type that tends to kind of overlook myself frequently, and it's something I'm working on because when I am taking care of myself, I'm at my best. When I am taking care of myself, I am parenting, I am working, I am expressing myself creatively at the best I can. When I neglect myself, when I run on empty, when I'm not thoughtful about uh, taking care of my needs, I tend to kind of work in a energy that is quite um, frenetic, that is not very even keeled. And it's not when I'm able to be the most regulated in terms of my emotions. I'm a bit of a kind of hot tempered person. I'm very highly, highly sensitive and therefore can really be impacted by my environment. And oh yeah, I have four children and they all happen to be home right now. And because of my, the number of kids I have and my temperament, I can tend to be overwhelmed by a lot of demands on my brain at one time. I also, as I think I shared in a previous podcast, have ADHD. So for me, focus and being able to keep my mind going in one direction without being pulled in different directions is a real challenge for me. And now add to it constant distractions, um, given the fact that the kids are around and there's so much that needs to be accomplished. And also I need to work and I need to take care of myself. So that cliche, the parents need to put the oxygen mask on themselves before they can put it on their children. It's such a great cliche to return to over and over again because it really means is you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of your children. We know that it's what it means. It's clear as day, yet it's still worth revisiting that imagery when you find yourself losing it a lot. 
when you're not able to work, when you are short with your kids or lashing out at your kids or your spouse, your partners, you know it's a check-in with yourself. It's a gut check that you need to take care of yourself. Some people are great at this. My sister is amazing at this. In fact, I laugh when I think back at a conversation I had with her maybe five, six years ago. And I talked about the fact that I was really trying to address self-care. And she looked at me and said, what is that? What are you even talking about? And it cracks me up because my sister is the model of somebody who gets this. She is so religious about exercising, about eating nutritiously, about doing things that give her life. For her, she loves horseback riding. And she has brought that back into her life. Once her kids got old enough um, that she had a little bit more time in her day, she was able to get back into her love of horseback riding. She loves entertaining. She loves cooking. She loves interacting with her friends. And she does so just on a regular basis. She also is highly organized. She also does not have the ADHD gene than I do. And so she's very orderly and methodical in the way she approaches life. So for her, this concept of making time for self-care was like foreign to her. And I feel like, oh my gosh, I hear that thrown around all the time. And the fact that she'd never, it hadn't occurred to her what that meant kind of cracked me up. But when I look back on that conversation, I know it's because she's so good at it. It didn't even occur to her. But for someone like me, it's something I have to actually work on and make space to. And I know many parents out there are like me, particularly parents who have a lot of children or very young children or very high needs, very demanding children. Making time for yourself is really, really important. Not only important, it's essential if we're going to be able to show up for our children in the way they need us to show up for them. So how do we do this? How do we support ourselves so we can best support our children? Well, we have to model it first and foremost for our children if we're going to ever expect them to learn how to do this. So that's another reason. And this is going to be uh, what helps us remain resilient and, again, regulate our emotions. So the other day I was thinking about this topic, and I was thinking about things that are kind of just naturally occurring to me that are bringing me a lot of joy and a lot of calming energy, which is something I need a lot of right now. And it occurred to me that the answer was in the elements. And I'm talking about earth, water, air, and fire. And I started thinking about this topic and the things that I was naturally gravitating towards. And we all know, okay, I've got to make time for myself to do things like meditate, to exercise, and are all great and wonderful ways to take care of yourself. But if you're someone like me who doesn't love exercise, who is not the type that finds meditation easy or natural, again, hashtag ADHD mom. Meditation is a struggle for me. I love it. I still um, listen to meditation recordings and I'm not giving up, but it's not easy for me. And again, exercise is not something that has ever been something that's been a huge joy to me. It's something that I've always pursued because I know I need to take care of my body, not because I relish the activities. Still working on that, still hoping that will change for me one day. But something I know that really does bring me a lot of joy and a lot of calming energy are the elements. So that's what I wanted to focus on today. Maybe this will resonate for you. If you're not one of those people that just has a great routine already in place or doesn't already know things that really, really can help with regulation of emotions and self-care. 
Hey there, parents. Are you tired of feeling like your kids are in charge at home, negotiating, demanding, and generally calling all the shots? Well, then I have a free resource for you called 10 Steps to Get Back in Charge of Your Kids. Just click the link below to download your own copy. Let's get you back in the driver's seat. So the first element, earth. So earth, we're talking about nature here. So getting someplace green, looking at nature in your backyard, because again, we're all homebound right now, or if you can take walks to natural places, being in a space that is natural, if you can kick off your shoes and put your feet on the ground, on the earth, on the grass, on the sand, it can really help ground you. Taking walks in green spaces, sitting in green spaces, hikes if you're permitted to do so, gardening, getting your hands in the dirt, growing things, nurturing things in the earth, in nature, can really, really do a tremendous amount to calm you. And you might be able to find it as a piece of your puzzle of self-care. The second element, water. Water is huge for me. I've always known that that I get a lot of calming energy from water. I love to take baths. I love to sit in hot tubs. I love to swim. I love to look at water. I'm very blessed that we have a view of the Puget Sound from our home. And I can't tell you how often I just gaze out at the water and find it incredibly calming for me. Of course, Drinking a lot of water is also important. Our bodies are made of primarily of water. So putting taking water in, again, is going to be a way that you can address the element of water and also self-care. So anything that has to do with water that is relaxing and calming for you, put that into the mix. The third, air. We often hear people say, I just need to breathe, or breathing is a big part of yoga and meditation. Why? Because it is incredibly regulating. I have a, a watch, an Apple watch, that has actually a app on it that came with it. I didn't ask for it, which is a breathing It's a very short exercise of breathing. I think it's just a minute long, and I've done that in a few times. It's a form of meditation. It uh, takes you through a series of breathing exercises. It helps so much. Also, this is where exercise comes in. If you move your body enough to increase your oxygen consumption, you're taking in more air. That can, again, be calming. That could be another way of addressing this element of air and how it can also be self-soothing. It can be a way to take another um, way of looking at self-care. If you're not a person that loves and relishes exercise, thinking of it in terms of, oh, I'm really needing some more of the element of air to feel more centered right now, and then go take that brisk walk. Go try to jog. Today, I did my first in what I hope is not my last in the, the program to to uh, get running going again. I had surgery several months ago. I've never been a runner. I'm trying to get back in some good cardiovascular health right now, and I'm trying to approach running. I'm doing the Couch to 5K program. There's an app on my phone that helps me doing interval training. 
to build up my ability to run a 5k. So I started that today and I actually found it joyful. It was not something that was a drag for me and it helps that we have nice weather out right now, but I'm going to try and stick with this program and see if access to more air in terms of exercise and taking it up a notch from the walks that I typically have been doing can help me with this self-care goal. The fourth element, fire. So when you are looking at a fire in a fireplace or at a campfire, what do you do? I know that I go into almost a trance-like state. Looking at fire is so incredibly mesmerizing that it calms you. And uh, you can do this at home, whether you have a fireplace or just candles. Setting candles looking at flames, looking at fire can be really, really helpful. And then my very favorite thing to do right now is basking in the sun, lathered in SPF most of the time. For me, I put in the fire category because hello, burning orb in the sky. Of course, this is also uh, natural. So you could also put it in that category of earth and being out in nature. You could also put it in the category of air because when you're outside in the sun, you're breathing in the air, you're getting warmed by the sun. Um, but I put it in that fourth category of fire for me because as I've been really relishing these sunny days in the Northwest, it has not been that warm. It's only been in the you know upper 50s to low 60s. But when I sit in the sun, I am feeling just incredibly calmed. And part of it is a little bit of the fact that it's spring break for my family right now. And we can't be someplace warm and beautiful. We had planned a trip during this time that we had to cancel, just like many of you. And something about laying in the sun, even though it is only in the 60s, has felt very relaxing and vacation-like. And I have made it almost a daily practice, taking a cue from the cats out there, sun-worshipping, has been very, very calming and a huge piece of my self-care. There's tons of things that you can do. You need to look inside and figure out what might be some things that help you feel calmed, that feel restorative to you. And perhaps if you don't have anything that's working for you very well, taking a cue from the elements, earth, water, air, and fire might inspire you to put some new things into the mix in terms of self-care for you. So take care and take care of yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the 3D Parent Podcast. I hope it has provided you with the inspiration you need for building stronger relationships with your children and trusting your instincts when it comes to parenting. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered on the podcast, or if you'd like one-on-one -on -one parent coaching, head over to the3dparent.com and click the contact tab to send me your question. If today's discussion empowered your parenting, please be sure to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and a review. Also, I'd love to connect with you on social media. So take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at the3d parent. I look forward to meeting you here again next week on the 3D Parent Podcast.